0: What's up everybody, it's Dan Greer coming at you from leading from the middle of the pack and today we're going to talk all about your mission, your God-given mission and it's your choice whether you take it or not. Um, As we go through this podcast, this is going to be a little bit more spiritual one and so just want to kind of give you guys a forewarning on that that we're going to get a little bit deep into some of my beliefs and what's going on with that and and, uh, where I come from and what I feel and, and just some of the things. I'm not saying that anybody else has to believe the same way that I do, but I'm very open to my beliefs. I'm very open to sharing them. And if you've ever been on our website, uh, EclipseDOT.com, scroll down to the very bottom, you can always see the verses down there. And uh, we take a lot of pride in being a very Christian-based business. And I think that it's really great to be a Christian-based business, especially in a world where everybody's lukewarm. So let's uh, cut to the theme song. We'll be right back in just a second. from the middle of the pack. Sweet! So glad you guys are still here. Well, today we're gonna to talk about how God gives you missions and it's your choice whether you take them or not. Now, I've got a lot of missions that we've accepted over the time, and some missions that we haven't accepted, but probably should have accepted, but we didn't realize it until it was too late. So I kind of want to chat just a little bit about some of the things that have come up in my life where they're they're missions that we've accepted and that we're moving forward with, and some of them move faster than others. You know, I I have this this opinion, and that is the simple fact that um, God gives us opportunities for growth all the time. He gives us the ability to grow. He gives us sight. He gives us insight into what we're doing and how to do it, and how to be successful at it. And it's our choice whether we're successful or not, not His. It's our choice whether we accept the mission or not, and it's our choice. Uh, what we do and how we get towards that mission as well. And so I also feel that the more God the more missions you take and the more and, and the better you do with those missions, the more God will trust you with those missions with more missions that are that are more valuable and and bigger missions in the future as well. And the the fact of that is is like for me that is hundred percent a fact is that if you if you feel, that you've been given a mission, and you accept that mission, and you kill it, right? Then then you're going to do better, right? You're going to have confidence to do more, and then you get more, and you can accept more. Uh, the Bible talks about this. and it's, uh, Whenever the Bible talks about it, it's there's actually several different parables that talks about it, but the one that I'm going to refer to today is the one, it's in Matthew, and it talks about how, I believe it's in Matthew, don't quote me on that, but it talks about how uh, when the guy went away, he left some money with three different people and one person went and buried it so that he wouldn't lose any money. And the second person went and uh, and invested it with a bank and he got back a little bit of money. He got like 2x what he made. And the third person went and he, and he invested the heck out of it and he made 10x, 10 times what what he'd been given. And so when the guy came back to check on it, he talked to the first guy. And the first guy goes, yeah, I hid your money. Because I knew you were a dishonest guy. And he's like, oh, so you knew I was dishonest, but you didn't pay any of my debtors with the money. You just went and buried it. And you left it for me to take care of. Okay, that's not good. That's not what I want. Then the second guy goes, and, and he goes to talk to him. He goes, okay, so you made a little bit of money, but you could have probably made more. And the guy's like, yeah, I, was, I didn't take as much risk as I probably could have taken. And then the third guy comes back and he goes, you did well. You did better than I potentially could have done with my own money. Now in in the bible they're not necessarily talking about money and i want you to realize they're not talking about money necessarily in the bible they're talking about faith and servants and bringing sharing the word and bringing people in in and so the mission is not always money based it's just easy for us as humans to understand money and understand how to multiply and how to grow it and how to invest in that kind of stuff and so That's that's the point of that story, is not that it's all about money. It's not saying that you have to invest your money. It's saying that you need to invest your time. You need to invest in things that are going to give you tenfold or a hundredfold what you put into them. And uh, I don't know if you watch Shark Tank at all, but those investors are constantly looking for something that they can pour gasoline on the fire of and get it to a new place. That's what they're after. That's what they're looking for. And if they can pour gasoline on the fire, a little bit of equity, a little bit of income, a, l- a little bit of money, capital, right? If they can go pour gasoline on it and it gets it to a whole new level, that's what they're after. That's what they're trying to get is that. And that's the reason, you know, it's kind of the same thing. It's like they've been called to invest in other companies and that's part of their mission, right? Now, they've all all the people on Shark Tank have already, you know, grown their own business and, and so they know what it's like, they've been through that, so they've succeeded at those missions, and then they've been given more, because they've succeeded at the missions that they were given, because they accepted those missions, right? Now, now I want to talk to you a little bit about some of the missions that we've accepted, and, and some of them have done really good, and some of them have been not so good, and some of them have been, eh, yeah, we could have done better, we should have done a few things different, like, everything has a few things that could have done different. But one of the missions that we accepted was last year, um, it was actually a little over a year ago, we accepted the mission of bringing Gary Chapman, the author of The Five Love Languages, to Durango, Colorado. And and we accepted this mission because it needed to be done. It wasn't about what it was going to cost. It wasn't about anything like that. We accepted the mission, and we started having conversations with Dr. Chapman himself and with his assistant, figuring out how much it would cost, when we could get him here, when he was available, We started getting plane tickets, we started getting everything booked, his hotel, his food, a venue for where we could host it, everything. And the truth is, is that we uh, partnered with a church, and we really hoped that they would give us the same amount of effort that we were putting into it, we hoped that they would put the same in. And I have to admit, there was one person at that church who a hundred percent, well, there was a couple people at that church. But there there's one in particular in my mind, and she is such a sweetheart, and I love her so much. Um, and she was a stranger before before this whole event. But she did so much more than she had to do. And it was such a blessing to have her on her side. And, and I say, that, and if she's listening to this, and I hope she is, I hope she knows that I'm talking about her, she knows exactly who she is. She came up to me after the event, and she said, she goes, Dan, I hate to say this, but we kind of stepped on our own feet here. This could have been so huge and so awesome and so amazing. She's like, and it was amazing, but we could have filled this building up had we put the same effort in that you put into it. And I'm so sorry we didn't. It was a choice that we made to bring him in. And was it wasn't an easy choice. No. And did we break even on that event? No. We lost money. We paid, we paid to have him in. But I got to say this. that To be able to spend a day with Dr. Gary Chapman, what it did for me and what it did for Jenna and our relationship was worth every penny we spent on it. Every single cent. And, and it was okay that it came out of our own pocket to make that happen. That was okay. It was worth it for us. And that was a mission we accepted. And we knew... After we accepted that mission, that there would be more missions that we would be called to accept. And and that's part of it, right? And we knew that if we did good with that mission, that we would get more. And now God has realized that we did great with that mission. We could have done better, but we did great with that mission. But he knew that we needed a break after that mission. So he hasn't asked us to do any more like that yet he's going to help us to use those, what we've learned from that mission whenever we start doing more live events for our business, Eclipse DOT. And, and Eclipse DOT is another mission that he put on our hearts to do, right? Which is our business, which is one of our businesses, right? And he asked us to do that, and, and it's compliance and consulting. And then um, he gave us that mission, and I feel like we've done good with that mission. I feel like we've done great with that mission. We've been able to grow it. We've been able to help more people. And it's not about
1: the growing it
0: financially. It's not about the money you get from it. Because I'll be honest with you, um, we're investing so much in the company right now that we're um, not making any money off of it. We make a salary and that's it. So we're not like rolling in the dough. We're making smart investments and we're investing back in the company because we know what the company is capable of. And with that being said, you know, he gave us the the mission of Dot DotDocs, D-O-T, D-O-C-S, which is the software platform we are building and have launched already to the world and are getting ready to do more launches for it. But he gave us that mission to build that and to get it usable and to get it great. And he did, and we are, and we're continuing to grow that. And now we're getting ready to launch that to the world now that we've done our our in-house testing to find that it works and that it is viable and that it is a great resource and that it is a great tool, now that we're going to launch that to the world, and that's a mission he's given us. And we're going to see how we do on this mission. And my goal is, is to devote every waking hour of my being to this mission because I know that if we're called to do this, since we're called to do this, I should say, that it will succeed. And the amount of effort that we pour into this Will equate into the sweat equity and the success of this of this launch of this product of this software solution that we have. It's phenomenal for businesses. Now, um, I'm not. This isn't a sales pitch on DotDocs. It's saying that we were called for these missions, and we had a choice whether we accepted them or not. And if I didn't accept the choice to do the Five Love Languages conference. I'm not saying that somebody else would have done it. What I am saying is that somebody else would have done it or something like it. They may not have done the exact thing. Or maybe we would have never met Dr. Chapman. Or maybe we would have never done several things, right? But our life would be infinitely different if we didn't accept that mission. If we wouldn't have accepted the mission to start Eclipse DOT, our life would be infinitely different. It would be considerably different. It would be a hundred times different than what it is right now. But we accepted that mission. We chose to move forward on it. We chose to listen. When God asked us if we were going to take on this mission, when he gave us the idea to start it, we said, you bet! And we jumped in feet first. We didn't think twice, we didn't, we didn't dilly-dally, we didn't piddle. We jumped in and we did it. All right. When he asked us if we were gonna start dot docs, when he gave us that mission to start dot docs, we did it. We got it going. And uh and and we're rolling with it hot and heavy right now, and it's doing great. And we're killing it. And it's I'm so excited to launch it to the world even more than what we've already launched it, because it's already doing great in what it's in what it's doing. And so we get more missions, and the more missions we accept, the more missions that come. If we are a good and faithful servant, if we take care of what we're giving, if we nurture the ideas we're given, and help them grow. Just like a farmer nurtures a seed and helps it to grow. The crop that we get from that will be imminently more impressive than the seed that we planted. Think about corn. Corn comes from one seed. One little kernel. We all know what corn looks like, right? We've all seen corn. If you haven't seen corn, I guess, Google it. But that one seed grows a plant that, when taken proper care of, can be eight feet tall and can have ten ears of corn on it. Each ear of corn can have hundreds of kernels on it. Not to mention the feed value that it has, but it's corn is... is amazing how big around it gets whenever it's well taken care of, and it's watered properly, and it has the right nutrients in the soil. Like, it's a giant plant. I don't know if you've ever driven by corn or walked through a field of corn, and when it's green and lush and beautiful. But that's what happens whenever we, that's what happens when we plant a seed. That's what happens when we choose to take the mission. We choose to accept the missions that God gives us, is we plant that seed and we nurture it. And we do everything within our power to keep it happy and healthy. And then it grows and it grows into this beautiful plant. And and corn does not have the most beautiful blossom. <laughs> Nobody talks about corn blossoms, right? Because I don't know that I've ever seen one. But I know I you know, corn has corn corn is a plant, right? Like almost all plants have blossoms. But but the other thing to think about is like Just because it doesn't have this big, beautiful blossom on it that's absolutely gorgeous doesn't mean that it's still not a beautiful plant. And and every plant is different. Every mission is different. Some missions are made to feed us, and some missions are made to feed us spiritually, and some missions are made to feed us mentally, and some missions are made to feed us holistically, and some missions are made to feed our relationships. But we're all given different missions, and they're all for different things. And so my question to you is this, is what missions are you not currently accepting that you should be accepting? What is on your heart right now to do that you're not doing? And remember, God is not going to give you a doc-docs sized mission for your very first mission. And the reason for that is, is because you can't handle it. You couldn't handle, I'm not, I'm not saying you can't handle it ever. What I'm saying is if you've never done it, you can't handle managing a business and managing software development around the world to get it done and managing your customers. You have to start small. If God would have gave me dot docs when we first stepped out on our own, I wouldn't have been able to manage building that. I would have been so inundated with it that I would have given up and failed. Right? I had to get to where I could manage customers. Then I had to get to where I could manage employees. Then I had to get to where I could manage, you know, outsourcing. And then I had to get to where I could manage all of those at the same time. And then he gave me the ability to build dot docs. So my big point here is, is that don't look for the missions that are billion-dollar missions. Don't look for the mission to the moon. Don't look for the mission to Mars. Look for the mission around the corner. Look for the mission to the grocery store. Right? If you start by going to the mailbox or you start by going to the door or you start by getting out of bed as your mission, your next mission is to cook breakfast, and then your next mission is to go to the mailbox, and then your next mission is to go to the around the block, and then your next mission is to go to the grocery store, and then your next mission is to go to another town, and then your next mission is to go across the country to a new city. And then your next mission is to go on a, on a cruise. Then your next mission is to fly. Do you see how your missions get more and more and more? And the more you do them, the more you do a mission, the easier it is to do it. Like, think about it. Think, think about this. When you were born, could you walk? No. Could you crawl? No. Could you talk? No. Could you communicate? That's iffy. You could cry, and your parents had to figure out what you were crying about, but you could have been crying about a wet diaper, or you could have been crying about you were hungry, or you could have been crying about... The fact that you were lonely and wanted to be helped. But you had one language and it was not the same as everybody else's. But because you had a mission to learn how to speak, you learned how to speak. Because you had a mission to learn how to walk, you learned how to walk. And after you walked, you could run. And after you ran, you could go outside. And after you went outside, you could run on uneven ground. Then all of a sudden, you learned how to drive. Then all of a sudden, you're learning how to how to drive across country And then if you're like me, you're learning how to drive a semi. Then you're learning how to fly an airplane. Then you're learning how to fly i well, I've already learned how to drive a boat a long time ago. I came after learning how to drive a car or before learning how to drive a car. I don't remember. But my point is, is that you have to take small steps and then continually get more and more and more as you move forward. And that's those missions. Those missions start small and they get bigger. So just because you don't feel like your mission is giant right now, You have to crawl before you walk and you have to walk before you run and you have to run before you drive and you have to drive before you fly and you have to fly before you go to the moon. I don't know. I don't know what's after that. But you know what I mean? Like, your missions get bigger and you can handle more with each mission because you you learn how to handle it in time. And the things that would have crippled you don't cripple you because of the experience you've had and the missions you've completed. So don't be afraid when God gives you a mission to pick up your gauntlet and accept it. And say, I accept this mission. If God's calling you to start a business, start it. If God's calling you to close your business, close it. If God's calling you to ask the girl out next door or down the hall or down the street, do it. Don't hesitate. Because when you hesitate, you lose. You're not completing the mission. God will give that mission to somebody else if you don't accept it, but he's trying to give it to you first because he knows you're capable of it. How often have you thought of an idea and you haven't acted on that idea and three years later, somebody else comes out with that idea. That's me, I did that, I had that idea. You're not getting anything from that idea. You just get to tell the whole world. You just get to tell the people that you hear, this was my idea. I had this idea first. Well, you didn't act on it. You didn't choose to act on the mission. And then what happened? Did God give you another mission that was as big as that idea was? Not at all. Not at all. So don't be afraid to pick up those missions. Don't be afraid to go on them. Don't be afraid to do what you're asked to do. And and look back at your life and see what your missions are. See what they were. See what your mission is right now. See if you can figure it out. See if you can write it down. See if you can get it nailed down as to what your mission truly is right now. Right? I know my missions. Do you know yours? Right, guys that's it hope you had a great day hope you're enjoying this um, if you did like it don't be afraid to hit like and subscribe and then uh, share this episode take a screenshot of it take a selfie of you wherever you're at tag me in it um, do hashtag leading for the middle of tag me on Instagram at the real Dan Facebook and LinkedIn look me up DanielCareer, the and then uh, I hope that you guys enjoy your day I hope you're enjoying these and I hope you uh, Enjoy life in general. Get out there and grab those missions by the reins and make them go full force. Alright, guys, that's it. Ciao later. Bye.